Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. My name is Eldon Yoder and Lowell's here with me again today for the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Lowell. Hey Eldon, thanks. Good to be here. I think you should try to improve your guest lineup. Yeah, probably should. Maybe I should quit myself and let you do it next time. <laughs> <laughs> probably All right. should. So today is probably June. Probably shouldn't. Wait, today is what am I saying? June 4th. Um, and we're 2020. 2020, in case that matters. Uh, pick your own season is winding down here on the farm. And you said something about talking about some questions that we had at the beginning of the season that we no did longer I, have. Did I say something like that? You did. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess we should officially, this will probably be our final strawberry podcast. And for those of you who... For this year. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. We circle. always think about strawberries. It's the circle they, of life. They uh, enter into our conversations during most months of the year. Yeah. So they they may yet uh, enter into our conversation <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in the months ahead. But we're going to wrap the season up and then for you that are tired of us talking about strawberries <laughs> you can be less tired i, I guess. guess yeah uh so yeah what were we going to say about strawberries oh, yeah. uh you just said there was some questions we had that well so as with most things uh you know more at the end than you did at the beginning <laughs> right? surprise surprise yeah so we're here near near the end we're not we're you're never quite sure when the final uh, days of your well, we know we're in the, you know, the home stretch, the final yeah. days. But you never know exactly what the final day of your season will be. So at this point, we are almost through. We week have been five. picking. I was just gonna look here. I think we open. Let's do this live on the air. One, two, three. Do you need to get your toes four. out? Yeah. So we're entering our fifth week, right? Halfway through our fifth week. Well, so. it's a little more than half because it's Thursday, but okay. Well, let's be <laughs> technical. So, yeah, that's you know that's a pretty pretty good season for us. Uh, ideally, we would. Well, actually, I think we'll go probably another week and a half. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Some of that is dependent on um, not only our plants and how they produce these last. A uh, few weeks, but the interest that people have, you know, if if you don't get people to come out and pick, and they're done for the year, then you kind of need to be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some of it depends on that. Some of it depends on weather. If we get a extreme, you know, bunch of ninety-five degree days strung together, uh, that wouldn't wouldn't improve the situation. Yeah. So. Just talking about interest a little bit. Most years we kind of figure after Memorial Day, things uh, interest tanks off pretty much, right? It wanes, yeah. Generally. People are thinking about doing other things. I think we talked about this a little yeah. last time. Uh, maybe we did. But this Vacations, year is, uh, I so guess, forth. But I guess we did. Interest. This year has just been different all the way Yeah, around. interest <laughs> has stayed up in the busyness, so that's yeah. that's a good thing. For us, typically we haven't, you know, closed the patch late in the season, like for a day of ripening, which we did the other true. day. Very true. Um, just because we, it, well, the weather was beautiful the day Monday. before Monday. A lot of people came out and picked yeah. us out, 
and we just never had that happen. It usually kind of self-regulates. That late in the season. Yeah. 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 So as the plants slow down, there's less berries and, uh, yeah. Anyway, so going into, backing up a little bit, going into the year, you know, we had, well, the whole coronavirus thing and how it would affect us early on, we wondered, okay, will we even be able to be open? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a question that was a, we at least talked about. Early April, it just wasn't very clear. <laughs> yeah, we took solace in the fact that we are, are a farm, and a farm is a food-producing place. Grocery stores uh, were still open, and obviously it would seem like a farm should have the same rights to be open that a grocery store would as long as they could do it in a safe and uh, proper manner anyway so that that uh, proved to be answered and we indeed were able to be open and the second question was will people come um, early on we I through March in April um, my phone this was not ringing <laughs> like yeah. it often did. You know, people just aren't quite aware of, as aware of seasons and, uh, you know, when is it strawberry season. So we often get calls way early and mm -hmm. way late. You know, I'll get yeah. calls into July now yeah. wondering whether we're still open for strawberry picking. It's just yep. when you can go to Walmart most months of the year and find strawberries, people assume that a strawberry farm is going to have have strawberries, but that's not always the case. Yeah. So, you know, during April, I was noticing, man, people just weren't calling like normal. You get a pretty day, and you often get a few calls, people wondering, are you open for strawberry picking? No, check back uh, next month, you know. Yeah, what, yeah. what I normally say, but... So, we were wondering how it would go, and obviously we answered that question in past podcasts. It was very, very busy. People were really itching to get out and do something and pick strawberries. Yep. And then the another question was, how comfortable would people be either coming out to pick or we were implementing a number of changes? Uh, probably the biggest one, the biggest question mark in our mind was the price uh, or charging by volume, pre-selling the bucket. Uh, we were expecting some pushback on that, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we just have never done it that way. You pick into your own containers, you, uh, we, you know, sell by the pound, and so you can get as few or as many as you want. That has went extremely well. Yeah. Uh, like almost on a zero, number of almost zero pushback. Yeah. It's <laughs> Ever, went well on a number of fronts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's our... Most of our customers, I, I literally, I don't think I've heard one I complaint. I haven't heard a complaint Maybe either. a few. Yeah. I don't know. We ourselves personally don't work a lot at the stand, but uh, very few complaints. In fact, a lot of positive feedback because people like it. You you stand in line once, you yeah. get your bucket, you go out and pick, and then you're done. You can go home instead yeah. of re uh, going going back through the line again and you know getting getting your buckets out weighed and, and weighed yeah. and our, our stand people really like it. There's, you know, it's no math. You're not figuring out. There's a little bit, but well, much, yeah. much less. <laughs> you're not tallying, you know, three buckets of varying sizes. And, yeah. You know, 
doing it that way we were pre-weighing the buckets putting a sticker on them sending them out that way so that when they came back you could deduct the container weight only charging for the berries inside them I mean, yeah a little tedious yeah way of doing things now that i think about it <laughs> but we've done it for a long time yeah that's just kind of always been the accepted way maybe other people have done by yeah volume, i know some other people have done volume pricing okay. before i just never thought it would but work. a lot of people would have done by the pound too right yeah i think so yeah i just never thought it would work and and then pre-selling yeah. the bucket uh that yeah it just has really streamlined our yeah check-in process so yeah. going forward that's very likely something we'll continue to do so those are probably uh, and then the the final the the big question going into the season was what will the weather be like you know you just never know i know all through the month of april i was saying man if we could just get some <laughs> weather i think we could have a really good season yeah and yeah, yeah overall well obviously we've talked about this previous podcast too but overall the weather was workable yeah um, it was on the cooler side which had its pluses of course and and some minuses we talked about the freeze event the very late freeze event uh we do we had that one really rainy week mm -hmm. that is kind of hard to well it's a little easier to forget now but <laughs> sure was hard to forget or yeah yeah not there's, think about that week there's still was, fruit out there that uh got rotten that week and um it's dried up and kind in, of shriveled in, up in and, the uh, in the pickering patch yeah specifically yeah excuse me i guess i'm gonna have to cough here and instead of you taking <laughs> that sip of coffee you talk oh okay i don't know quite what to say so i'll just wait till you're back okay <laughs> now i'm back should we both take a sip of coffee together sure all right so anyway um what else did we want to talk about strawberry season? It seems like there was three things. Is that, did we cover all three? I guess we yeah, kind of did. Yeah, would people come? Yeah. How would they react? And uh, what would the weather be like? Yeah, yeah. Those were the biggies. Um, yeah, the rain, you know. It, I think the biggest problem with that event, well, we got about three inches that week. But it was like, you know, back to back to back days. And man, that is just so tough. Yeah. And there were a lot of people that had it worse than us. Yeah, we were really fortunate. One of those days was windy and yeah, dry didn't rain off. as much. So that that all helped. The following week after that was kind of set up to look a little bit similar. But then we ended up only getting half an inch. And yes. it, we picked some days we didn't think we'd be able to pick. Yeah. And it actually wasn't that bad it yeah. was damp but um so weather wise uh let's see i don't know what grade would we give the weather maybe a good uh, c plus <laughs> something b minus yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it was i i think that man <laughs> now we're delving into like theology right <laughs> uh all you can uh ask for from the weather <laughs> Uh, from from the good Lord who sends it is that I mean if you can just get something you can work with yeah yeah it's the extreme events that you have no control over and you know no, nothing to do if it's rain here or there you, know, you can work with that yeah so, at least we didn't anyway, get any and even hail. yeah exactly even frost you know to some extent yeah you know, it's a pain but you can work with how you can do yeah. something about it yeah uh, so anyway yeah it's it's been a good season. Um, I think it will go down 
is one of our top seasons so far, which probably isn't that hard to do. <laughs> um, probably not. Yeah, I mean, it all depends what you're talking about. Yeah, um, whether it's people or interest. But just in going by what we learn, what we will change probably going forward, even just the the um, selling by volume instead of mm. by pounds, that's going to be a huge boon. Boon? Boost? Boom. Whatever. Bust. <laughs> Might <laughs> be a bust. bust. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been a good season. We... We're happy to be on this this end of things. We're still hoping for some good things yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, we feel fortunate and blessed. So let's talk quickly about varieties, and then we'll wrap it up. And I thought we were going to do a full episode on varieties. I know, but we we're going to put a bow on these. Okay, we're talking about strawberries again. All right, we'll probably switch to a political podcast. Just kidding. We well, won't do that. Quickly, we and we talked about this, I think, a little bit last time. So, we grow Chandlers. Yeah. We, will I plant more Chandlers next year or less Chandlers? Probably less. Chandlers, I just, you, you got to plant some. No way about, no way around it. But they're generally a very solid. Yeah. It's just kind of your, yeah, your safe bet, Barry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this year was not Chandler's best year, but man, you can still see some really pretty berries out there on Chandler's. So. Yeah, and if you average our Chandler's over the years, we've grown them. Yeah, um, this was just an off year a little bit. Maybe in that, but was even so, due it wasn't to, a horrible year. No, I think some of that was just how hard we got picked. But anyway, yeah, yeah we're gonna grow grow Chandler's. Got to grow some, but maybe a few less. Uh, Sweet Charlie's, you know, a few years ago, I was thinking this is a very early berry and you do not get the long season that you do out of a Chandler, maybe two to three weeks, but it gets you in 10 days picking before, before Chandler's are ripe. Really works well to have some of these. Helps extend your season. Yeah. You're extending it on the front end, but you can get some of these in the store, kind of get a, buzz and an interest going uh it's a great time to train new pickers who haven't picked for us before you know you can get them started doing that yeah get them ready for when it when it really hits so a few years ago i was about ready to say man why are we even growing sweet charlies Mm -hmm. it's just we're not getting the yields off of them but this was a really good sweet charlie year and i yeah probably total yields aren't with a Chandler, but man, it sure is nice to get some good early berries. Pretty decent tasting berry, actually great tasting berry. Just doesn't have quite the acidity in the pop that a Chandler does. Did I hear that they were starting to produce again with some later yeah, they, blooms? Yeah, it just does that. They, if it's cool, they rebloom and yeah. set more fruit. So yeah, there's actually some red berries back down there again. Not a huge quantity, but. No, but I mean, though people will be picking yeah. in them for the next week or two. Yeah, on some level, well, that's so. just interesting. Yeah, so definitely going to plant probably a similar amount of sweet charlies. I think we had about the right amount this year. It was enough to give us good volumes in the store, but not so many to be too much. Be too much. <laughs> yeah, that's a good good amount. Uh, Albion probably going to plant about the same amount. That's a day neutral. 
Barry, it, we found out, we, we always know this, but it does not hold up well in rain. That three-inch week, we threw a lot of berries away, yeah. cleaning the plants back up. But overall, the yields have been, I think, above average on Albion this year. They're Right now, we're in a really low ebb. We're in between a couple of, of new berry clusters coming down, which will really help us. Yeah. On uh, the weeks ahead, but there it's just right in between. It's more of a cyclical berry, so we've been cruising the rows, trying to find a few berries on them for our, cover our whole wholesale orders, and that's been pretty tough. But yeah, I think about the same amount of Albion. Some people see the big berries, and it's a great tasting berry, and they say, "Well, why don't you just plant all your pick your yeah. field that way?" But <laughs> You just can't because it's it's too risky. Number one, what would you do if you had a yeah you know a repeat you had a huge rain event. of this rain event across a much yeah. bigger scale? I mean, we just don't have the labor it, to go through and, and clean them up. Even so, if you clean them up and the uh, strawberries are in the middle of the walkways, uh, you end up with some other issues like smell and some stuff yeah, but like they that. quickly <laughs> dissipate and go away. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but it's just a kind of spreading your risk. Yeah, so probably similar quantities okay. to to this year, and then uh, Ruby June. I think we talked about this again. This this was an exceptional year for Ruby June, both here. But I'm hearing is this the first year you planted rubies? No, Ruby I've had Jones? them a couple other years. Okay. I didn't actually didn't have any last year. I think. But it's getting rave reviews in other parts of the world, especially places that are a little bit warmer than us. We're probably in the kind of the... Kind of um, on the edge of Maybe on the edge of where it would really do well, depending on the year and so forth. But I think I'm going to probably double my number of Ruby June. And I didn't have tons of them, but I had a a decent number of them. But we really like it. flavor it's, it's just probably one of our favorite berries <laughs> and so I, I would really love to put some of these up in the pick year and patch next year i think people would really yeah really really like them um a little bit i wish the canopy the the plant itself was a little shorter a little bit easier to be able to see through gets a little denser is it anything like taste. Kind of, uh chandler because chandlers are just notoriously leafy yeah, and stemmy. Yeah, it's more Chandler-like okay. than Albion-like in yeah. some ways. The berries are huge, very nice, um, pretty pretty fruit. So, Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll have people uh, filling up their buckets with like six Six berries. berries. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not quite. So hoping to plant a few more of those. And then, you know, I'm always on the lookout for a few uh, new varieties. Uh, last year I did not experiment as much as i sometimes have just because sometimes i think you can get a little carried away but i probably i would like to add one or two more kind of a bit of a trial basis do you know what they would be our portfolio okay well if i can get a few roccos okay it's a a north carolina variety it's really early i would love to plant that's kind of a north carolina version of the sweet Sweet Charlie. charlie yeah yeah I think it would actually yield longer than the sweet charlie. Okay. Really pretty fruit, and they hold up to water really well. So okay. That's definitely a that's, positive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish they had a longer season, more like a Chandler 
Ruby June season. Unfortunately, it's more on the Sweet Charlie end of things. But um, I've grown them once before, but it's there. The plants are not as easy to come by in the okay. main channels yeah. where I get my plants. I would. There's it's, another it's one. It's a newer berry, so it takes a little while for that. To yeah, get. there's a whole process, and it's a really fascinating thing that I don't know a whole lot about. But you know, you gotta. They develop these things over years, eight, nine, ten years. Yeah. I think often. Yeah. Then you know they they gotta clean up. They call it the um, uh, the parent plants. Make sure they're disease free, and then they actually have to propagate them. You have to grow them for several seasons um, before you can actually start harvesting the the tips. Okay. And sending sending them out to grow. So there's a whole process, and then you know before we would get them. They have to, some nursery in Canada has to decide, okay, this is one we're going to run with yeah. and grow. And you, But you don't want to do that unless you actually have markets for it. And if people have never grown it, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, send me 100000 So yeah. it's kind of a yeah. catch-22 there because Chicken and egg thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's kind of hard to get these varieties more into the mainstream. So you mentioned Rocco. Is there another one you're... Well, there's about? another North Carolina variety that has a longer season. I would love to try a few more again. It's called Liz. Okay. I don't know if I'll be able to get my hands on. And the other thing, you want to get them from a, a good source, not a nursery where you might have some disease issues that would affect the rest of your plants. So yeah. I'll have to see about that. So those are a couple... I looked at, uh, I think another one may have been Fronteras, but I don't know. I've never on heard the, of that one. I don't yeah, think. on the fence a little bit about that. Uh, Merced is one I might would try. I know I have a friend that tried some and uh, would like to see what his experience was. So anyway. So if just uh, kind of overall... If you were to put percentages on these different varieties for your entire patch, what would that look like? Chandler be 80%? Probably close or 7. Meh, meh, might be a little less. Okay. Let's go with 70. Okay. Percent and then um Sweet Charlie. Sweet Charlie. I don't know, I can't do math. This early yeah. in my head. It's fine. I was just curious. Sweet Charlie maybe 5 to 10 what does that give us to about 80 75 and then I'll 78 put yeah. the rest of it between okay. ruby june and albion and maybe the final five percent be so more. would you say albion uh sweet charlie and ruby june you might do a similar quantity of those three yeah so albion will be the same ruby june will be up but that was lower than albion this year right it's fine. <laughs> I, I was just curious, kind of, if you look at the, the pie total, chart, total what they look like. Yeah, we yeah. should have, we could have figured that out beforehand. That's fine. I just thought of it. So, all right. Well, so anything that's else what we we're should thinking wrap now. up here about in regards to strawberry season next year? Still already thinking about. We need to get some point. We have to mow the plants off, get the plastic lifted up, and I'd like to really do a good job of making beds. Uh, new strawberry beds this year we had a few struggles getting the soil exactly like we wanted to yeah last year so hopefully we can do a little better job and did we talk about our new irrigation system Put i don't in know a if new, we did new filter uh we 
had these filters from when we started growing strawberries about nine years ago and one saturday i went to start the pump and uh got to the top of the hill and there was a great spout of water <laughs> and we had blown a hole into the side of of a sand filter it's actually kind of like a pool filter they're filled with sand but um, you need these before your drip tape to keep all the little um, holes open yeah otherwise you can get well we're running out of a creek yeah. so there's yeah. you know, silt and so forth you actually pl- plug your uh, your drip tape irrigation emitters yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very good excuse me <laughs> anyway so yeah I had lived a a good and fruitful life <laughs> our filter but it was time to replace It'd it be so like seven years or so nine years okay so ended up upgrading the our filtering system, which I think will actually help us be able to water. We were pushing it a little bit with our old system, yeah, uh, kind of the capacity of it, and so we were watering and breaking it down to different zones to make up for that. But even that, I think I was maybe pushing it a little bit. So I'm hoping with this new system, which we have in now, has a little more capacity. I'm hoping I can break it up into fewer zones. Yeah. Uh, decrease watering time, like and at get least total more. watering time. Sure. And which will make my life a little bit easier. Yeah. The other thing, this thing, we often we put fertilizer in um, to the yeah. as we're watering, injected into the water, going into, into the, the beds. Yeah. And this thing, man, it I bet it injects. At least twice as fast, if not if not faster. Huh. So that's very handy. Yeah. And that'll also make my life easier. Does that make uh, injection of of um, stuff from take it from twenty minutes to ten or talking? Yeah, I mean, I would often run stuff for probably thirty minutes sometimes. Okay. Huh. And some of the fertilizer you run add hot water in to help it dissolve sure. and stuff. And you need to stir it, and I don't know. This really works well. Good, so good. I'm pretty tickled about that. Yeah. Hoping it'll boost, help. Maybe I don't know if it'll boost yields or not, but it sure can't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything that makes your process more efficient is. In yeah, and at, at the end of the day, I mean, nutrients and water, and uh, that's what plants need to grow and produce. Sure enough. Anyway, we rambled on way too long, so should we... You think? Put this puppy to bed. <laughs> we can, I guess. All right, well, that, as we've said, uh, or as Lowell said earlier, that's kind of the wrap on our 2020 strawberry season, I reckon. Um, there may be a little break in episodes here um, for a couple of weeks, but we will be back at some point. And back and better than ever. Hopefully. Maybe we should call it season two because I noticed the other day that we uh, started this thing right at one year ago. So Okay, wow. I can't believe we stuck to something for one year that uh, wasn't strawberries. <laughs> Largely thanks to you because you keep hounding us to do one. Yeah, now I have to... Do an episode. Now I have to figure out um, uh, what we can talk about that we didn't talk about last year because... Kind of just talked about what we were up to, which I guess is kind of what, what podcasts do. Anyway, 
Thank you all for Let listening. Let us continue to ramble on longer yeah. and longer. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you're interested in... I just feel sorry for them for listening. Anything... To them. Yoder's Farm related. <laughs> Head over to yodersfarm.com. You can find all the information about what's in season, um, hours, and you can even find the podcast episodes. Close the picker and patch early. Yeah. All kinds of information. Currently more more information than you would ever want to know about us. Uh, yeah. So if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you again in a number of weeks. Somewhere down the road. See ya.